0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: On the way, hit it hard, rebound, bat around, it's taken by Luca. he hits, he hits, with a second to go as he hits the deck, Tie 115, it works!
0: 10 assists, 21 rebounds, 47 minutes played, and now 60 points for the first time in Mavericks history.
2: Hi, this is Luka Doncic, and you're listening to the MAF's Step Back Podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find the pod account at Step Back Mavs. Uh, My guy, Grant Afseth, who does a ton of great work for us at DallasBasketball.com, the plan was for him to initially... Uh, join me on this live post game pod following Mav's sons. Uh but he is still at American Airlines Center and, you know, collecting a bunch of a bunch of good stuff that uh he's gonna be, you know, pushing out here later this evening and uh into Monday as well. But uh I'm sure I will have him on uh probably tomorrow morning, uh if not if not Tuesday morning. But uh man uh the Mavs they they lose another close one it was a really exciting game uh you know it, it lived up to the hype there was a bunch of talk especially from myself I've written a couple pieces on how you know the Mavs rivalry with the Suns has been injected with even more juice now now uh, that Kevin Durant is with the Suns Kyrie Irving is with the Mavs and Man, the game did not disappoint. Uh, I mean, the final result did because the Mavs ultimately ended up losing 130 to 126. Uh, Luca, he had a chance to tie it with three seconds left. It was a chippy right at the rim. Uh, Uncharacteristically, he just missed. And, uh, you know, the the Mavs just have to live with the results because they had to foul KD after that. Him and Devin Booker got into it. You know Devin Booker. He, uh, I made this joke uh, on Twitter, but it's really not, really not even a joke. Up. <laughs> it's kind of the truth. You know Devin Booker. He doesn't talk until you know the game is essentially over. <laughs> it goes back to the playoffs when, uh, you know when Luca said everybody acting tough when they up. Uh, you know, that, that was specifically aimed at Booker and you can see why because, uh, Booker, he doesn't talk trash until, you know, he thinks the game is, is essentially over. So, um, that was, it was good to see Luca get fired up there at the end. Uh, I'm sure he'll come back and have a better shooting game against Utah in the Mavs next game, but the stars came out and they shined bright in this one on both sides. Uh, Kevin Durant, he had 37 points. On 12 of 17 shooting from the field, uh, three of five shooting from deep, uh, he hit he hit the essentially what was the game winning shot. It was the go ahead shot. The Mavs and Suns they were tied at 126 piece, and he hit a running mid range shot. I believe it was over Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, who actually played pretty good defense, but Kevin Durant is just huge. Uh, and, you know, there's just nothing you can do. He's hit so many of these shots uh, against the Mavs throughout the course of his career. He hit another one here. Mavs had a chance to tie or take the lead with the final possession, uh, or, or, well, with what should have been the final possession. Uh, But, again, you know, they so many times this season we've seen the Mavs go for three when they only needed a two. Uh, They finally decided to uh, just go for the two, and Luca just missed it. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, it was a good game. Uh, again, Katie had 37, Booker had uh, 36, and shot 15 of 25 from the field. On the Mav side, uh, Luca led the way with 34 points, and Kyrie had 30 uh, to help Luca out. Tim Hardaway Jr. ended with 21 points uh that he, the, the Mavs didn't get much help from him in the second half though. He was 6 of 8 from 3 for the game, but uh 5 of those 3s came in the first half. So, uh <laughs> uh Tim Hardaway Jr. he kind of disappeared in the second half. Christian Wood had a really good game, 17 points uh in 22 minutes off the bench. He was uh he was big for the Mavs in the fourth quarter because in my opinion, where this game was lost, and I mean, there's there's many things you can you can uh, point to in a game like this, but you know, Luca's missed layup at the end, uh, you know, a couple free throws here and there. There there's things that you can point to uh, to say, oh well, if this would have gone the other way, uh, maybe the Mavs would have won, but. But in my opinion, in my opinion, the where the game was lost was in the third quarter. The Mavs had built a 93 to 85 lead, with less than two minutes remaining, had all the momentum, uh, and then the Suns they kept running the same play every time. It was it was a a screen up top. Booker would come around. Uh, they'd suck the defense in. They'd kick it out to a corner three, and whether it was Torrey Craig or Ish Wainwright, uh, those guys hit, uh, let's see, Wainwright hit two and Craig hit one, Uh, and it was three consecutive plays back to back to back. Same exact play. One of the threes was on the uh, left corner, the other two on the right corner, and it it just changed the game. You know, the the Mavs ended up being down 96-95 heading to the fourth when they were up by eight, uh, less than two minutes to go in the third. So that was the big swing of the game. Uh, you have to give Suns coach Monty Williams credit. Uh, Josh Kogie who started the game and was playing some pretty good defense, uh, he just could not hit those open threes. You know, the, the Suns were getting those throughout the night, and they weren't hitting them for most of the you know first three quarters. Uh, so when Monty Williams finally decided, decided, okay, well, we're going to put Torrey Craig in there and we're going to get uh, Wainwright involved a little bit more since Kogi can't hit him uh, and give Monty Williams credit, it worked. Uh, those guys hit their threes, uh, especially Wainwright. He was four or five from three in just 14 minutes off the bench. Just a killer, uh, you know, for the Mavs at American Airlines Center. So uh, it was fun. It was fun. It didn't end the way. Uh, we all wanted it to, uh, the Mavs, you know, they, they lose by four in a game where Luka shoots eight of 23 from the field. (laughs) Luka shoots eight of 23 from the field. Kyrie Irving, he missed nine shots. He was 10 of 19, uh, from the field, only shot three of eight from three. Uh, Reggie Bullock only shot two of eight from three, um, Dwight Powell just four points and four rebounds as the starting center uh, as good as Christian Wood played to start the fourth quarter uh, you know why he wasn't closing over Powell at the end uh, is is a questionable choice but you know uh, we, we're not going to get in to Jason Kidd's stuff too much because uh, it just seems like a losing battle at this point there's there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of reason between, you know, I, I came on this last, uh, the last pod I did with my guy, Drew Johnson, uh, my co-host, uh, me and DJ were talking about how if if Wood isn't going to give the effort on offense and defense, whether he's starting or coming off the bench, like if he if he has to be starting to give that effort, you really can't blame Jason Kidd for not starting him because you can't, you can't reward that type of uh, behavior or, you know, I I don't want to make it sound like Woods lashing out or anything. He's not, but, you know, you know, just from the, just looking at it from, you know, an up top view, if he's not giving full effort all the time, it's like, okay, well Dwight Powell does that. And that does seem to have an effect on the team and, you know, you can't have one guy giving full effort and the other guy just, you know, kind of half-assing it and re- reward the guy that's half-assing it. I thought Christian Wood gave amazing effort in this game. Uh, from the moment he got in, uh, he, you know, he, and the, to start the fourth, I thought his effort level was high. Uh, I thought he was really involved, really engaged, uh, playing just a, a great game, you know, securing rebounds, Uh, You know, he was aggressive, decisive. Uh, I just thought it was a great game. I thought he earned the right to close this one. And, you know, honestly, he just, he plays really well versus the Suns too. You know, that's been a theme through, you know, since opening night uh, back in October. Wood plays well against the Suns team. So I thought he deserved the opportunity to close. Uh, Jason Kidd thought otherwise. Uh, Dwight Powell, he had a costly foul on DeAndre Ayton down the stretch that gave uh, the Suns an extra possession, and you know he just he just didn't really add anything, uh, you know, in a starting role. So I mean, there's only so much you can do if you're Dwight Powell. You give great effort, but you know you're you're not going to be able to to hang with DeAndre Ayton uh, when the game matters most. So I don't know. Yeah and, and speaking of, you know, <laughs> DeAndre Ayton only had 9 points on the night. Uh he was 4 of 6, only you know, only 6 shots for Ayton, but he had 16 rebounds and that was just that was killer. That was killer. So uh the Mavs they fall to 33 and 32 on the year. The Suns are 36 and 29. They are undefeated with Kevin Durant playing. So uh that trade so far has turned out a lot better than, you know, the Mavs trade for Kyrie. And that's not on Kyrie. Uh, The Mavs offense is just high-octane, beautiful offense right now. But if you can't stop anybody on defense, all of that beautiful offense doesn't matter one lick. It's uh, going to be a lot of these high 120, 130-point games and, you know, a bunch of close losses if they can't figure out how to keep teams from, scoring 30 points a quarter uh, it, it's a problem uh, there's there's got to be a more concerted effort across the board and it starts with Luca. It, it really does I mean as, as good as Luca is offensively uh, you know he's he's got to suck it up he's got to suck it up and he's got to get back on defense and pay close attention to detail on that end of the court or this isn't going to work because one slip up, like there were many possessions in this game against the Suns where you know the Ma- and maybe it was by design. you know I saw somebody say that well, you know they were, the Mavs were okay giving up uh, the corner three. Well that I mean that just seems kind of dumb to me.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed.
1: you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as J.J. does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I mean, I would rather, I would rather take a Kevin Durant, uh, you know, tough, contested, mid-range shot, single coverage, than you know, doubling him or Devin Booker, and you know, giving up a wide open corner three to guys that started making them at a high high rate at the end of the third quarter. Uh, so I don't I don't know I don't know if it was by design or not. I think what it is is you know Luca just not closing out as hard as he needs to be. Um, so uh, that 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 has to get better. And we know Luca's capable. We've seen him do it before. Uh, you know, when he, when he drives and, uh, whether he makes or misses a shot, if he doesn't get the foul call, you know, get up quick, sprint back. Don't put the team in a situation where it's uh, five on four, uh, you know, get back no matter what you made the layup, you fell down, didn't get the call. All right, get up, get up. Come on, go back. You know, he's, he's gotta be more consistent with that. Uh, we're also getting to the point here, and it's really important this year because the Mavs don't really have the same type of uh, cushion, and the cushion wasn't that great last year either, but they did have some cushion. Uh, they uh, Let's see. They have fallen to 7th in the West now. The Minnesota Timberwolves are now uh, sitting in the 6th spot by a half game. And so the Mavs are playing team, and Luka got his... 14th technical foul of the season, uh, getting into it with Devin Booker at the end of uh, the Mavs Suns game today. So, two more technicals for Luka, and he gets an automatic one game suspension. And then, for every technical after that one game suspension, he would get another one game suspension. So, we're getting close to that territory for Luka where it seems like Uh, It's going to be inevitable because uh, this always happens. He gets close to that number and he says, oh, I'm not going to get another technical the rest of the way, but then something doesn't go his way uh, in the game and he just can't really, you know, the emotions are too high. Uh, He's very passionate, you know, almost to a fault sometimes. I mean, you'd rather a guy be passionate than not. Uh, but yeah, that's that's something we got to keep an eye on now. And the Mavs, again, I mean, they they don't really have a lot of room to spare here. I mean, it's getting to the point now. Like I said, the offense is great, but the defense it's starting to to worry you a little bit. Uh, you know, if the if the playoffs started today, the Mavs would be in a play-in game with the Los Angeles Clippers. Would anybody feel confident going into that play-in game against the Clippers? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> against uh, against Kawhi Leonard, I, I just I don't know. I, they got to find a way to to make it into that top six and and not be in the play in because I feel like it could be disastrous if if they end up in the play in. Um, but yeah, they're a half game behind the Timberwolves now, a game and a half behind the Golden State Warriors for fifth and three games now behind the Phoenix Suns for home court adva- advantage. I, I feel like home court is essentially out of the question here uh, down the stretch now. The Kings, they continue to you know win games, and they, their offense is the best in the game right now. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, they have proven that Kevin Durant has made a huge difference for them despite the trade affecting their depth. Uh, they still haven't lost with KD on the team. The Warriors just got uh, Steph Curry back, and you know, they're they, Steph Curry and Eagle Dollar back, and you know, they're already, they've already put together enough wins to be the fifth seed without Curry, so you figure that's going to stay in there. So I feel like if the Mavs are going to avoid the play in, it's got to be the sixth seed. Uh, you know, they've got to find a way. To win enough games just to barely squeak in as the sixth seed and avoid the play-in, and then you know you'll either play uh, the Phoenix. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you could. Uh, there's a three and a half game difference between the Memphis Grizzlies at two, the Sacramento Kings at three, and the Phoenix Suns at four. So you get into that sixth seed range, you uh, you know theoretically you're either going to be playing the Grizzlies, Kings, or Suns, and I mean that's just that's what you got to deal with. So. We'll see how it goes. Uh, big big game between the Mavs and the Jazz coming up on Tuesday at American Airlines Center. Uh, that will end the Mavs' six-game homestand that has been—it's uh, been really disappointing, just to put it frankly. Uh, Mavs are just two and three so far through five games they're going to try and break even on this homestand at 500 with a win over the jazz and then they go to new orleans on wednesday night second night of a back-to-back i will be in attendance uh, live for that one um i think my guy grant afseth he's going to be in the building too he's making the flight down to new orleans so uh, we're having a a dallasbasketball.com party in new orleans next week and the pelicans you know they still don't have zion and They've been struggling uh, in the second half of this season. So, I don't know. I mean, if the Mavs come out and they get a win over the the Jazz and the the Pelicans, then maybe you start feeling a little bit better about things because then they play the Grizzlies two times uh, at the end of, let's see, Saturday of next week and then the following Monday. And then they'll also play the Grizzlies again uh, before the end of the month on March 20th, and the stuff with John Morant going on, you know, he did an Instagram Live, and, uh, he was at a strip club, and he was flashing a gun, um, just really dumb stuff, like, why, I don't know, I don't know why he's risking, you know, losing, losing money, and, you know, risking his career, uh, for something so dumb, but hey, you know, it. It is what it is, and uh, he's he's been. The Grizzlies announced that he's away from the team for two games, but that was like a self-imposed type suspension from the Grizzlies. The NBA is likely going to suspend Morant for you know a lot more games than that, uh, especially since the incident occurred in Denver, and you know there was a uh, somebody said that if he had brought that gun on the team plane uh, to Denver. You know, the, the NBA cracks down pretty hard on that kind of stuff. So uh, there's a good chance that uh, Morant is not going to be playing in these, at least these first two games uh, that, that the Mavs play against the Grizzlies on March 11th and March 13th. I'll be in Dallas for that uh, March 13th game. So if you're in the area, if you're at AAC for that one, uh, if you see me say hey, I don't get to come as often as as I would like to. And it's been a long time since I've uh, been able to come to Dallas and actually stay for a little bit. So uh, it's unfortunate they only play one home game that week. But uh, I'm going to stay a handful of days and just have some fun out there. So uh, that'll be good. All right, guys. Uh, again, you know, another disappointing loss. But it is what it is. The game... It was it was exciting. The Mavs, despite Luca having a terrible shooting night, uh, despite Christian Wood not getting the chance to close over Powell when he likely deserved it, uh, despite the fact that <laughs> that Luca uh, missed a game tying chippy with three seconds left, uh, the Mavs only lost by four to the fully healthy star studded Phoenix Suns. So. Uh, if you're looking for optimism, there it is. You know, it's it's another one of those games where a lot had to go wrong uh, for, for, for the opposing team to get a very close win at the end. So there's still a chance they can put this thing together. I know if they do get into the playoffs and avoid the play-in tournament, I don't know of any team in the West that wants to face Luka and Kyrie, a healthy Luka and Kyrie, uh, for a seven-game series. So... Uh, i think they're ha- you know they have potential to turn this around and to you know really get some momentum heading into the postseason but they've got to, they've got to figure things out on the defensive end first and i think that's just gonna it's gonna continue to be a process these guys haven't played with each other that that long and you know lucas still got some stuff to figure out but uh you know we're we're getting there we're getting there it's Mavs' offense is not a problem by any stretch of the imagination. They're they're blowing dudes off the court uh, <laughs> on that side, but they just uh, they're kind of letting the opponents do the same thing on the other side too. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, I expect uh, a pretty big win against the Utah Jazz in this next game to close out the uh, the homestand. Luca he he doesn't like getting shown up uh, by somebody, and I imagine given his his bad shooting game and, uh, you know, being shown up by Devin Booker at the end of that Mav Suns game. He's going to come out with a little extra fire against Utah, which, you know, I'm sorry to Jazz fans, but <laughs> that's just that's just how it turns out sometimes. Uh, oh, and another thing, Maxi Kleba, he wasn't available in this one. He had some tightness in that surgically repaired hamstring before the game. He was a game-time decision Uh, And, you know, he ended up not playing. So that was another thing that uh, the Mavs were, you know, that that they had going against them. So, all right, guys. Appreciate y'all coming in and listening to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. Be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me out. Uh, If you leave a review on apple Podcasts or spotify it automatically enters you for a chance to win uh, future giveaways ticket giveaways t-shirt giveaways uh, we do all kinds of stuff usually once every month or so so be sure to go throw your name in the hat by doing that uh, and again uh, go to dallasbasketball.com we got lots of post-game coverage that's up right now and it's going to be coming a little bit later uh, and again my colleague uh, Grant Afseth he will be joining me either on Monday or Tuesday morning we got to iron out the details but uh, he'll be on here to discuss you know this latest game uh, in a little more a little more depth you know what he saw up close uh, and how he's feeling about the Mavs after they fell to two and five now when Luke and Kyrie play together. Guys appreciate it y'all have a great rest of your Sunday evening and we'll see you next time.